It's that time, the sports talker. Here's TJ Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Final Four Friday, a special edition of the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Uh, my show got bumped a little bit, to be quite honest, and that's okay. It is a big. It wasn't for the Final Four. Horse racing would kind of be the the conversation here in the bluegrass. But as you have it, we were able to squeeze in a little thirty minute show. And some show is better than no show, as they always say. But we are on the road, and here's the deal. I wanted to do this show and make it happen, if possible, and the initial plan was to do it. I'm going to be in Lexington this weekend uh, for Keeneland in the Bluegrass Stakes and also for the Final Four. I wanted to be in Lexington at my hotel room and be able to do the show there once I got settled in. Well, it's a natural disaster here in Kentucky. Uh, flooding, rain, storms, so tornado watches, things are catching on fire. So I'm still in traffic. Uh, and as you know, we've done some shows on the road before on 1450 The Sports Buzz. This time I'm not driving. Uh, and <laughs> joined by everybody's favorite 1450 The Sports Buzz guest, Charlie. Charlie, how are you? Uh, uh, doing good. Uh, just trying to keep us alive here, driving, uh, driving to Lexington. It's uh, good to be back on the show. It, it has been... It has been the craziest drive that I think I've ever made from Louisville to Lexington. I've driven through snow. I've driven through rain. and There's been fog. This has been really nonstop rain, although it's let up here a little bit. And there's been some parts of this drive on 64 where I don't think small cars could have made it through some of the water that we've been through. Luckily, Charlie's got a nice Explorer. Uh, we, uh, and we are cruising. We're not currently cruising. We're in standstill traffic uh, just outside of, just past Frankfurt, and we love to get to Lexington around 3.30. So traffic is terrible around the city. Uh, it, it has been just a crazy day. Also, I have Hannah in the car with us, too, uh, a sports soccer favorite, but I'm not sure how much sports talking she'll be doing today. Uh, she's a big Louisville fan and doesn't have much to cheer for this weekend, but that's okay. That's all right. We're a happy bunch. Trevor, how are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. I'm wondering why I didn't get an invite on the uh, road trip to Lexington with Charlie and Hannah. That's is it because of the Coldplay music the other day? Did she put a uh, axe to me not being allowed in the car? Uh, I'm just curious. Well, she would like the Coldplay music, Trevor, so that would help your cause. But somebody has to hold down the fort there at the 1450 Sports Bus Studio. But I do have a problem with some of the music you played yesterday. You played Jump Around, and I want to know if that was on purpose. Jump? Uh, you mean? I don't. I didn't play Jump Around yesterday. Pretty sure you did. I played Tricky by Run DMC. Is that what you're thinking of? I played Let Me Clear no, My Throat by DJ sure, Cool. Pretty sure you played Jump Around, and yeah. that is a specific Wisconsin hype song. Oh, it is. I was unaware of that. But you know, you haven't seen their fourth quarter before football games. Uh, I don't watch a lot of uh, Badger football fourth quarters. No. Okay. Well, you did it. I didn't know if you did it on purpose, but I guess since you didn't, we'll forgive you. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you played that song, but maybe I'm going crazy. Well, now so I'm going to have to end the show with it because I know that now. Well, don't do it. Don't do it, Trevor. Uh, this whole way up, Charlie and I have been talking sports. We've been talking Final Four, uh, talking life, just having some of the best conversations that Charlie and I have had. We've known each other for probably 15 years now. And I tell him, hey, Charlie, you want to be on the radio 
I, I've got to do it on my phone where it's only going to be 30 minutes. It should be a good show. Uh, and maybe I'll just put it on speakerphone like I have it now and, and me and you can talk and you can add your opinion. He, you should have seen the look on his face. He went uh, as pale as could be, and he's got fair complexion as is, and uh, just got wide-eyed. He was like, no, no. He, he's really kind of gun-shy, Trevor, since his last appearance. Give him some words of encouragement. It's okay, Charlie. I mean, keep in mind, one, most people don't believe you even exist. So you, you can say whatever you want with no consequences. And, and also, don't, don't forget, you're, you're in the realm of, of people like me and TJ. I mean, you're bound to look good just by product of elimination. Uh, that's true, too. He, has been, he, has, he does have a kind of good idea uh, that probably won't happen. He really wants to do a late-night sports talker with TJ Walker and friends podcast where maybe we get a few beers around a table and, and talk sports. I think that would be radio gold. Uh, but I don't know if that would be allowed to be played on air. But maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do that this weekend we here. We can make that the R-rated edition, you know, for for adults like Big Brother After Dark. We could, we could. So some of the the listeners, like Clay B One Sixteen, they wouldn't be able to tune in for that R-rated edition. Uh, <laughs> him and his version ears. He says he was not going to listen to the show today because I picked Wisconsin yesterday, uh, and everybody's wondering if I'm coming off that pick, if I have a, a, a change of feel. He'll have to wait till the end of the show. To hear that, uh, if people are tweeting in, and I know a lot of people are, it's going to be a lot harder for me to be able to read those tweets today because, again, I am on my phone and there's no other way uh, to read those, but I do appreciate the thought anyways. So it's Final Four, just a day away in about 24 hours. uh, 25 hours will be the tip-off of the Final Four. The Cats will take the court in probably, safely, roughly 28, 29 hours. Charlie, how excited are you for another Final Four? Um, very excited. Uh, it's going to be a good time watching in Lexington. Uh, last year was, I mean, that was one of the most fun times I've ever had watching the UK game. So hopefully this year can uh, live up to that. You know, it, it, there was the Keeneland Final Four doubleheader that I, I know a lot of people have grown accustomed to with UK making four Final Fours in the last five years. They actually canceled the last four races today in Keeneland, at Keeneland, because of this weather. Tomorrow's weather is going to be much drier and nicer. I think highs in the 60s, that's obviously going to be very wet and muddy, but it should be a very fun day in Lexington. Charlie, we're in, making a Final Four is making a Final Four. It's exciting. It gives you another week of basketball. It gives you another week to talk uh, about your, a dream of a national championship. Only, again, four schools are able to do it at this point. Where does this rank with some of the other ones? Can you even really categorize Final Four appearances, or is this one maybe extra special because the 38 no? I think what you said there at the end, that's like the only reason you can maybe put this one ahead of the other one, but they're all the same. They're all, you can't really put them in any order. I agree. I agree. A Final Four is a Final Four. The fact that UK is going for perfection, for perfection makes it great, but even if Kentucky had one loss, it would still, you wouldn't be any less excited about the opportunity to bring home Kentucky's ninth national championship. And in the meantime, Wisconsin stands in the way of UK's dream of perfection. We've talked all week about the matchup. We've talked all week about what to look forward to. And here's the thing. There's going to be some mismatches for both teams. Wisconsin doesn't have a second interior post defender. Uh, Kentucky has to decide who guards Frank Kaminsky and, and Obviously, like I said, you've got Willie Cauley-Stein. You can put him on one person and expect him to have a good game against that one person. But there isn't really a dream matchup to put on the second person. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he's a great player, but hasn't quite figured out how to play defense just yet without fouling. That's going to be something to keep an eye on. If he were to pick up some early fouls, that would really hurt Kentucky's chances. 
lot of hype around this game. And, then, of course, there's always going to be with the Final Four. You've got Wisconsin playing the revenge card, and you've got Kentucky playing the we came up short in the national title game, and we've got to get back and put ourselves in a position to get revenge in that. Who cares about revenge? You throw that out the window at this point. You're competing for a national title. You're competing for a spot in the in the final game. Arizona had revenge against Wisconsin, and it didn't mean anything for them. It's going to be absolutely a zoo in Indianapolis this weekend. I've, I've already talked to some Kentucky fans that are up there. And, Trevor, we, we talked about that. I, I think you might have asked yesterday the fans, how many Kentucky obviously going to have the most, who's going to have the second, third, and fourth most. I went with Duke, and Charlie actually disagreed with me and said that he thought Duke would be last, maybe by a significant margin. Uh, the more I've thought about it, I think he may actually be right. I don't Again, I don't know if he'll be last by a significant margin, but I do think Wisconsin will have the second most fans there, and people up in Indy have said as much that it's, it's all U.K. When you're, not, when you're not seeing U.K., you'll see some Wisconsin, and then it's kind of rare to see a, a floating Michigan State or Duke fan. Again, a day till the game, a lot of people will be getting in town tomorrow. But they're Kentucky's gonna gonna have a, a nice big home crowd. Uh, driving, we're again we're in standstill traffic on 64. If you're driving, be careful. If you're going anywhere out tonight, uh, be careful. The roads flooded, the city flooded, part of the city caught on fire. A building caught on fire today. Yeah, you can see the smoke pretty much throughout the place. Just a little spring craziness, but. Uh, it, it may be worth it tomorrow. If, if it, putting up with this crazy weather might be worth it tomorrow if Kentucky can can beat Wisconsin in the Final Four. And, and people are now tweeting into Hannah to for for tweets into the show. Says he, he's demanding that I reverse my pick. And here's the thing. I, again, I picked Kentucky to win 38 games this season, and they've won 38 games this season. At the beginning of the year, I didn't pick that. But when you go to a game-by-game basis, and I give my prediction before every game, Kentucky has won all of them. And uh, wait, wait, wait a minute, TJ. I thought you picked Florida to win one of those games. I did not pick Florida to win any of those games. The only one, obviously, that, I, that could have been a debate was at Florida, but I still picked Kentucky to win that. We can get Yates on the phone. I stand by that I've picked Kentucky to win every game this season just because in each game-by-game matchup, they're the better team. And you take into consideration the road atmosphere. Uh, and even all season, I circled the ones where Kentucky could be in trouble. We went through them game-by-game. Florida At Florida was one where I thought they could be in trouble, but I still picked them to win. At Georgia was one I thought they'd be in trouble. At LSU, pretty much all their close games, I called, not the two-mile horn. Uh, I didn't think I, I, at the – when we were doing the show last Thursday, I didn't think the Notre Dame game would be as close as it was, but obviously an Elite Eight game is one you have to circle. This one, obviously one you have to circle. And part of the reason why is just Wisconsin's not going to make a lot of mistakes. They're a smart team. They're not going to make it easy for Kentucky. And Notre Dame didn't either. And Kentucky still found a way to win despite Kentucky just playing okay and Notre Dame playing fairly well. But Wisconsin's better than than Notre Dame. I don't think they're going to be prone to a late-game collapse like the Irish war were in that Elite Eight game. Uh, again, I'm not buying into the revenge. I'm not buying into that stupid stuff. You can throw that away at the point of the season. But they're a smart team that are that's going to be able to make plays late. They're going to hit their free throws. That being said, 
Kentucky's also a very smart team, and they're the more talented team. So what you have to hope for is a clean game where both teams are playing towards their best because Kentucky's best is obviously better than Wisconsin's best. I hope that Carl Anthony Towns can get it going. It kind of seems like there hasn't been much of a middle ground for for Towns. It's either that he's on, he's ready to go, he's playing, uh, hitting shots, or he kind of not zones out, but is is, is certainly not effective in his role. Uh, You'd like to see him get going early. Uh, Another positive for Kentucky is playing it in Lucas Oil Stadium, in the football stadium, because Wisconsin's going to rely on threes more than UK is. And everybody's talking about Wisconsin doing pick and rolls and playing a similar type of offense as Notre Dame, which caused UK so much trouble. Wisconsin really doesn't have a guard that's going to be able to put it on the ground and and get to the rim, put it on the floor, I guess, put it on the floor and get to the rim like Notre Dame did with Grant. And I think that's a huge factor for UK's defense. If they're going to be able to guard on the ball better, then it's going to be much tougher shots for Wisconsin, and I think that's going to be true. I, I, I think that Kentucky's defense maybe should do a better job against penetration for Wisconsin than they did for Notre Dame. Now, here's the thing. I think Wisconsin is just as good as a three-point shooting team as Notre Dame, but the good news for UK is, and maybe this is good news or maybe it's bad news, it, it depends. One, they shot lights out against Arizona. How many times, one, that could mean that they're hot and they're going to shoot, they're going to continue to shoot well, or, that means maybe they got their good game out of the way and then can they shoot, I think they shot 54, 55%, hit 12, 30s. Can they do that two games in a row? Uh, history tells us no, they can't. And the other thing that points towards them not having a great shooting game is playing at Lucas Oil Stadium, playing in a ginormous football stadium. Uh, it's not a cozy gym environment. It's going to be, the backdrops are different. It's going to be a much different atmosphere for a shooter like Sam Decker, uh, like Koenig. They've got, they've got guys that kind of rely on the three a little bit. I don't think they're going to have as good of a game. So, all that being said, and we're cruising through this show, and actually now traffic on 64 has cleared up a little bit. The rain is still falling. I imagine you probably can hear it on the air. Now, don't distract Charlie while he's driving. That's from me and Rob Blackhawk. We want you all to be safe. I, hey, we are, we are safe. I'm not driving. Charlie is driving. He's got both hands on the wheel. He's 10 and 4. I think that's where your hands are supposed to be. No, that's, that's not it. It's not 10 and 4. 10 and 10. Oh, well, okay, not 10 Well. 10 and 2. Okay, so we're at 10 and 2, uh, and Charlie's got his eyes on the road, and, and finally we're not in standstill traffic. All this being said, the drive, and we're, we're, on, a, you know, we're on our way. It's going to be a fun weekend in Washington. I have changed my mind. I think Kentucky finds a way to pull it out. So I know the Wait listeners of the Sports there. I know the listeners of the Sports Talker will be happy to hear it. I told you that I could change my gut, and now, hey, you know, I could still change it tomorrow, uh, prior or before the game. I just won't have a platform to to announce it. I think Kentucky finds a way to win, and hopefully that makes uh, you thin skin listeners happy. I'm only I'm only kidding. You, you know I love you guys, and I think Kentucky, uh, it's going to come down to the wire. So who makes, who makes the big play late? Fans hoping that Kentucky can have maybe a seven or eight point lead with five minutes to go. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be that type of game. 
we'll see. They met with the media today. Hey, TJ, quick uh, question. Uh, what's your favorite kind of uh, shoes, sneakers or flip-flops? Uh, sneakers. Oh, I would have thought you'd gone with flip-flop. <laughs> Trevor, I'm allowed. You know what? We wouldn't. I wouldn't even have made a prediction yesterday if 1450 would have uh, guaranteed that I have the show today, and I could have made. I could have waited because I go back and forth on games all the time. But what I, what my final gut says is what I go with. We recorded the Cats Illustrated podcast. I think on Tuesday. I that wouldn't make sense. I guess it had to be Wednesday. I was in Chicago Tuesday. We recorded that on Wednesday, and there I said, you go flip flopping again. Can't remember the days. No, I yeah. Trevor. I've had it up to here with you, buddy. Charlie, hey, but, can I get a vote? Is he a flip-flopper? Quit it. So, so that's that's where I'm feeling now, and these teams are evenly matched. I will say this, and if Kentucky win, well, if they win or lose, we're going to have a show on Monday. But if we're previewing a national title game on Monday, I would feel a lot better about that game, regardless if they play Duke. And I think Duke is not a very favorable matchup for Kentucky because you do have a guard that can penetrate, get into the lane. You do have three-point shooters, really one through four for Duke. I don't think that would be an ideal matchup. But if we get to that point, I think this is the toughest test for Kentucky and perfection. This game against Wisconsin, uh, I, I really can't say the good enough things about Wisconsin. I, I wish, you know, I wish I didn't like them. I wish I, uh, you know, there were glaring weaknesses, I guess, Bo Ryan kind of looks like a goofy guy would be the only negative thing that I could say. Uh, but they're a likable group, and they're a good team, and they're going to be the biggest threat to Kentucky's perfect season, even maybe more so than Notre Dame. Uh, but I can't wait. Uh, it, it, this is, if you're a college basketball fan, these are this is the week you live for. Uh, the preview, the hype, the anticipation, the anxiety, maybe a little throwing up if you're Charlie. Uh, everything you want as a fan. So, TJ, on a, on a more serious uh, question, if you if you did stick with Wisconsin, or if you do think Wisconsin is such a threat in most games that Kentucky has been threatened or down to the wire, the opposing team has been uh, has had one player that's that's killed Kentucky particularly. The, the one guy, and you could say it was Jen Grant against our team, but it was more of Augustine that was really just could not miss a shot and was unstoppable against Kentucky. Who is the guy from Wisconsin that makes you feel like he is going to be the one that blows up on Kentucky that made you feel that you think Wisconsin had a chance to win the game? It will obviously be Sam Decker. Well, it could be Desker, Frank the Tank, Nigel Hayes maybe goes off. I mean, I'm just curious. If, if Hayes goes off, Kentucky's going to be in trouble. And that being said, if Wisconsin plays the way they did against Arizona, which is still kind of crazy for me, I haven't been able to quite figure it out because they shot lights out and played an unbelievable game. And still, Arizona had chances in that game. They really just needed one stop, and then Decker would come down, uh, put his hands over his eyes, and throw up this crazy three that found the bottom of the net. He just was hitting bonkers shot after bonkers shot. If they're shooting like that against Kentucky, uh, as John Calipari always says, you did everything you could do. They played. uh, They shot lights out tap them on the butt or whatever he says, and you move on and say good season. Uh, it, that would be the case. If, if Wisconsin plays the way they did against Arizona, they're going to beat Kentucky. The good news is uh, Kentucky is a better defensive team than Arizona. That might have been Wisconsin's big game. I don't think they can shoot as well two games in a row. So it's 
So that's good news, but it would be Sam Decker. Sam Decker would be the guy that has to have a huge game for Wisconsin to win. He might be the guy that's going to be a thorn in Kentucky's side uh, for the duration of that game. And he's the guy that if I'm Kentucky, you put Willie Cauley's side on and you say, get stopped. You haven't gotten to play in a Final Four game. You were injured at this stage last year. This is what you came back to school for. Now show the country why you deserve to be a first-team All-American. Shut down Wisconsin most dangerous player. If Kaminsky gets in the paint and he's able to score over Carl Anthony Towns, then so be it. He's able to score over him. Make it difficult for him. Don't send him to the line. Don't make him, don't, don't want him to get comfortable uh, on the block. Push him out a little bit. Make him work for it. And if he's able to do that and he can pour in anywhere from 16 to 20 points, you can live with that if you don't let Decker do the same thing. So that's the guy Kentucky needs to focus in on. John Calipari said today that Trey Lyles is UK's X-Factor. Uh, he had a bad game against Notre Dame. And he thinks that he's hungry. Again, I don't really think that, that Trey Lyles is the X-Factor. I think if he has a good game, great. I think it's more important that he plays good defense, which, again, we haven't seen from him in, in, in a few games. Uh, I don't think he's the best defender in the world. But this is an opportunity to prove me wrong. This is an opportunity to prove that he is a solid and sound defender. Uh, but I don't think he's the X-Factor. I think I really do think it's Devin Booker. If he's able to get going, if he's able to hit shots, if he uh, makes Wisconsin not double-team Carl Anthony Towns uh, and come out on him, that could open up things for Towns. It could open up things in the interior if they have to play closer to the best for UK. Then Andrew Harrison gets going. Maybe he can, he can get a step on the defender and drive. I think this is a game where both Harrisons can actually play pretty well. But for me, Devin Booker is the X factor, especially offensively. Willie Cauley signs the guy that has to shut down Decker, and Kentucky, I think, has a very good chance to get to the national championship game for the second year in the in a row. A lot of question marks though, because Wisconsin's good defensively. So we'll see if Kentucky is able to get going, like I say, and find a way to score. I am picking the Cavs. UK fans be happy to hear that. I. I Trevor, you can say I'm a flip-flopper all you want. That's fine with me as the rain is starting to really come down here on 64. We're getting close. We're getting off our exit if we can. Uh, the traffic is, is so bad. So uh, we are getting close. We're going to get settled. Before, before we let you get out of here, I, I do want to ask you one question. One more last question before we let you get off your exit. Say, Let's say Kentucky is uh, successful against Wisconsin. They're in a national title game. Who do you prefer to obviously mean? I guess that's uh, an easy question, but if it's Duke, and not to be too premature, but premature is why I'm on this earth, what about Duke scares you the most? Uh, well, we, we'll have a show Monday, Trevor, but I think the Duke's three-point shooting is what scares me the most. Not necessarily Okafor. They're kind of a complete team, Duke is. They've got three-point shooting, but they've also got interior scoring. They can't play defense worth a lick, although they've stepped it up in the tournament, but I don't think they've played any good offenses. But, and you might be saying Gonzaga's a good offense. Gonzaga hasn't played anybody all year. They were a joke, and they had what was coming for them. Uh, but Duke's a complete team, and that's what should scare any Kentucky fan. Uh, I, I think Michigan State's going to make that game really close, though. Nobody's really talking about it. Easily the toughest matchup for Duke in this tournament because Michigan State, a physical team that won't back down from Okafor uh, and will make things difficult for Duke's very, very good offense. Kentucky beats Wisconsin. They'll get to the title game. We'll talk about that national championship matchup on Monday. Uh, Trevor, do you have a prediction for Saturday night? Uh, I'm going to say Kentucky wins by three. Uh, very close game down the wire, and I think Duke just dismantles Michigan State uh, by 15 or more. 
I don't remember the last time me and you disagreed with each other was the Duke Utah game, and it didn't end too well for you. Charlie, what's your <laughs> prediction for the game on Saturday night? Uh, I like uh, I like you paying a close one. Uh, UK by I thought UK by about two or three. Okay, two or three. And then does Duke beat Michigan State? Yeah, I think Duke beat Michigan State for sure. All right, let's let Hannah make a, a quick little cameo predictions for Saturday, Hannah. Uh, I think Kentucky wins by at least two, and Duke will definitely beat. Uh, at least two. You heard it here first. So it won't be one. It won't be one. It'll be at least two. Hannah with a great cameo, as always. I don't think we've heard from you, Hannah, on the radio since the Sweet 16 game last year. That one also worked out well for Kentucky. So thanks for listening. I know it was a short show. wish we had more time. Uh, but we'll be back Monday to talk about everything that happens this weekend. Enjoy it. should be a, a phenomenal time if you're in Indy, if you're in Lexington, if you're in Louisville, wherever you are. Enjoy some Final Four basketball. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday. I'ma call it home, take a shot of tone, lay back in the lap and take two to the dome, ride from the bill to BG in my zone, let me hear you say high time, sitting by the river, got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my liquor, cause people always trying to tell me how to run my life when they say I'm going wrong and I swear I'm going right.